Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. Uh, Before we get into the episode, just want to give a quick shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music at www.midnightsyndicate.com. Also, if you want to add some spooky music to your own games, uh, go ahead and check out the ambient sounds over at Sword Coast Soundscapes. Check them out at youtube.com slash Sword Coast Soundscapes. All right, quick intro for me this week. Let's get into the show. Alright guys, so Lent is over, it's past Easter, it is. I have a confession to make, okay. it's a little bit, it's a little bit out of timing, but it's serious. So in a past episode, I said that lesser restoration cures ability drain, and I was all excited, I was like, oh, this is awful, ability drain is really hard to get rid of, and I was like, oh no, wait, it's lesser restoration can get rid of it, and then, no, I was wrong, lesser restoration cannot get rid of it. See, and I can't believe you were wrong. See, I I thought that, but you're usually so sure on all of this, so I didn't question you, but I should have. I don't think he really questions himself, though. Yeah, we talked about this on an earlier episode. If it makes sense to me, then it's right. (laughs) (laughs) No, in my defense, the little description I was reading about Ability Drain said it can be healed by magic-like restoration. And in my head, lesser restoration is like restoration. It actually even shares a page. Uh, (laughs) It shares a web page on the same... same, uh, Yeah, it's just lower down. Yeah, it's on the same page as restoration. So it's like, that's a spell-like restoration, so that makes sense. Except that that it's it's a lesser restoration. So if you need restoration... Lesser restoration doesn't quite cut it. All of this makes no sense to me. We need a more powerful spell. Yes. So so in the actual description of lesser restoration, it says it only heals ability damage. It cannot heal ability drain. So since our hand is off the chest piece, everything is fine, and we've learned our lesson, and we'll move on. Agreed. Well, (laughs) not exactly. So since it's not going to... Since lesser restoration didn't work, here's what I'm proposing. Since you've already had, you know, you've held up and all of that stuff, I would say there is a temple of Shaylin in Lepestad, and Vivian would be able to probably get you an inn and at least get you some restoration for a small donation. Heck yeah. So, I think that's fair. Yeah. So, so Roderick is still running around with six points of ability drain, of constitution drain, so he's at eight constitution right now. So, how much of a small donation are we discussing? That would be up to you guys, and probably Vivian's diplomacy in the chapel. Oh, okay. So I guess we should roleplay this scene. Uh, saving up my roleplay for the trial. Yeah, well, we'll do it later, because I have some more confessions. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Second confession. Um, this quarantine has been really, really easy for me. oh well i'm so glad for you somebody said your civic duty is to stay in your house and never leave yep and the power and the internet are working yes Mm -hmm. i'm good i could do that forever Mm -hmm. stay on the couch introverts have introverts have been preparing for this for a very long time yes forever at the same time i have things i need to do i need stores to be open I can't yeah. wait until the end of the month for Amazon to deliver to me. <laughs> I know, right? I ordered a new a new uh, processor fan for Noel's computer, and it's not going to get here until the end of April. Oh, mm. 
What a struggle. I know. Hashtag first world problems. Actually, hashtag all world problems right now. No, that's, that's, true. That, that's true. The whole the whole world's not worried about a computer processing fan. No, but I <laughs> they, did. They might be. Eh, you never know. I mean, that's your only window to the world is a computer. Um, I went. It's not the only I, computer in the household. However, <laughs> it's like one fifth of the computers in yes. the household. Yeah, it's not, it's not uh, interfering with communication in any way. That is very true. We just want to replace it because the current one's a little loud. Yeah, but it isn't hard on me at all. I decided to go through and mod all my old Bethesda RPGs again. I remodded <laughs> Skyrim. I remodded Fallout uh, Three and Fallout New Vegas. I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm napping on lunch breaks. It's awesome. <laughs> I've worked all my life commuting on the average an hour each way just for this opportunity to work from home. (laughs) (laughs) You finally earned it. It's fabulous. I love it. I'm definitely going to use this to prompt me working from home more than just two days a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to try to leverage this too. Hey, you know how well it worked when we were in the quarantine? Can we just keep doing that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of companies are about to have a... Well, I know that was a big... It's like a corporate eco push right is like mm-hmm. hey if we get more people working from home then that's less greenhouse gas emissions because people aren't driving to work i'm like hey whatever excuse works for me and there's <laughs> legit, it's legit proof now you can see it mm-hmm. yeah, it's that's one of the most fascinating things to see is the um the maps air quality air quality yeah the, and the traffic yeah mm-hmm. i saw a meme it was like please for the love of god do all the road construction now that's funny yeah. that's hilarious and i still hear traffic reports of accidents it's like only mm-hmm. in dallas loop 12 lbj <laughs> yeah same same, yeah. same culprits you can yep. have two cars on the road and they're gonna hit each other <laughs> yeah i saw my Arlington. It was you saw one too. yeah no i was i drove through it i went and bought myself some things to make an easter basket oh so i have i have a little easter basket that i have for when easter was because it's definitely not today <laughs> <laughs> from you to you happy easter philip Happy Easter last Happy week or two weeks ago. We will not reveal that. Right. <laughs> Let's keep it a mystery. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about when this episode releases. Yeah, I don't want to do the math right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. So are we going to get into the role play of uh, stopping the Temple of Shaylin? So sort of rebuilding the scene. We're riding back victoriously on the cart, as we had previously described. Mm-hmm. But this time, uh, Roderick... Zenobia and Vivian are all looking pretty sickly this time. Roderick more than the rest. But what time is it when we get back? Um, it was like four or five in the morning. Yeah, it, it's early in the morning. You still got some time before the trial to do what you need to do, get cleaned up, etc. Yeah, checking in evidence will be easy because we only have one piece. It's just the bear trap. Right. <laughs> we might need to put in our witness as evidence as well. Do we have a witness? No, our our witness, like us, witness. Our, our testimony. Our testimony. Yeah. 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 So we'll run that by Gustav and his paralegal. Mm-hmm. And he's probably like, you guys look awful. <laughs> you guys look hideous. <laughs> Vivian looks great. It's a lie. She can't look hideous. She's like Legolas in Lord of the Rings. So, so Roderick, it's like, Vivian, I feel awful. Yes, Roderick, I know what you mean. Do you, do you know anybody... Can, can you get us an inn at the Temple of Shaylin? Maybe they can fix this. Yes, but it's too early. No one's going to be awake and have their makeup on yet, so we're going to have to wait a little bit. Wasn't there somebody with the Night Watch who already had makeup on? Oh, Roderick. Who might still be awake? Oh, Roderick. It's very silly of you. Let's go sleep on their doorstep. <laughs> now let's drop the evidence off first, and then you'll be, like, by 6 a.m., it'll be, they'll be the, like, Stepford wife clerics <laughs> will be awake. Ones that are making bacon and heels and pearls and stuff. 
kind of June cleaver. Yeah. I don't see them as being stepford my wives. I see them more being June, June cleaver. No, but it, they're sexier. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, nice. They're not, uh, stepford wives kind of an evil concept to me. And Shaylin isn't evil. They're just mindless. So, um, so while we're waiting for the, the clerics to wake up, I was going to go a little bit more into the rules of uh, ability damage because we kind of brushed over it last time. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of quickly said uh, we take five, uh, five hit points off of our current and total um, for each uh, two points of ability drain, which was, which was correct, but um, I was actually using the wrong rule set. So I was remembering the rules for negative levels, which the rule for negative level is you have five hit points off of your current and total hit points. For ability damage... It's one hit point off of your current and total hit points per hit die. But we're level five, so it was five anyway. So the end result ended up being correct, but I was using the wrong rules in my head. Well, you got lucky that time. (laughs) Don't let it happen again. I like that Gary's blaming you when he's the GM. (laughs) (laughs) But Richard's supposed to be my rules lawyer that knows the rules. So I don't have to think of them. Well, then you can just trust his opinion and we're all healed up. It's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what I said. But he, he just admitted that he was wrong, so... Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't think it's fair to give him grief about it, since uh, you're trusting him. <laughs> I'm never allowed to be wrong, ever. Mm-hmm. Nope. But, but um... The, so how many hit points have I taken then? Eh, it doesn't matter, because we're about to the, heal the, it up. The, the numbers were the same. But the other thing I got wrong was, I said that your hit points don't automatically heal up when you get healed of the ability damage. That was also incorrect. Your hit points automatically do get healed up when the constitution damage is healed. That makes sense. So mm-hmm. so whenever we get healed by this uh, Priestess of Shaylin, it'll heal our current and total hit points by the same amount. So does our wand get replenished? Yeah, uh, we talked about that as well. We used like 14 charges of the wand for mm-hmm. lesser restoration for a spell that was going to have an effect. So Gary said that we could uh, retcon that and have all of our charges of lesser restoration <laughs> back. <laughs> Excellent. Hate, hate them. Hate to waste those things. You know? So it's these little rules, things that make this game fun and interesting. Indeed. So we get back into town. We go and turn in our new evidence. Um, it's about. I imagine it's about six o'clock by the time all that happens. So we can head over to mm-hmm. the Temple of Shaylin. Okay. So you make your way over to the Temple of Shaylin. Vivian is very capable of finding her way there. It's like. A, sixth sense of knowing where to go to this temple. Looks for the... She follows her nose. It smells really good. Mm-hmm. This nice, like, perfuming scent in the air. Uh, you do find this beautiful-looking building with stained-glass windows with the songbird in them, and you know exactly where you are as soon as you get there. Alright, she uh, walks on in. Uh, you walk in, and everyone inside is, like, the most beautiful people you have ever seen uh, am, I, am i allowed in here should i should i change shaylin welcomes all people who are beautiful on the inside even with this bar- all right i'll wait outside <laughs> <laughs> we all have the opportunity for growth it's fine everyone just looks so so beautiful <laughs> i am enjoying it renly i'm enjoying the scenery <laughs> <laughs> well you're beautiful too renly so it, it everyone everyone fits in just fine we might be a little dirty though yeah. Yes, well, that's the great thing about the Temple of Shaylin. We have fabulous showers. <laughs> Zenobia really would like a shower. Yeah, it might be good to get that taken care of before our court date. <laughs> uh, about that time, this tall, red-headed, Jessica Rabbit-looking woman yes. makes her way <laughs> towards you. It's like, well, hello. 
Hello. Um, what can we do for you? We're dirty. We need to clean up. <laughs> Could you do it? <laughs> Hello, well. Hello, editor. Vivian's kind of like shushing all, shushing the boys, and she's like, "Hello, sister. My name is Vivian Heatherton. I come from Almas, at the Temple of Shailen. There, my comrades and I are here defending the Beast of Lepishad, um, who we we've named Horus. He's very sweet. I think he'd be a wonderful fit to our church. Actually, Um, we have taken a lot of constitution damage. (laughs) Constitution drain. You got to be specific. Oh my goodness, we have taken. A lot of constitution damage of the draining variety. <laughs> and, and are in desperate need of healing. Could you help us? We have four hours until this trial. Also, we'd really like to take a shower. And a nap. Uh, absolutely. Um, you said you're from Almas, right? Yes. I, I believe I know the head of that chapel there. Absolutely. I'm, um, what was his name, Noel? Ar- Armand. Yes. Yes, Brother Armand, of course. Well, anyone who is a who is a friend of Father Armand is welcome here. Uh, please, uh, we will gladly help restore your constitution to drain, uh, but uh, you must all endure the ritual cleansing first. That's fine with me. The, sho- the showers are through there. I believe you'll find them most excellent. As we start walking to the, the showers... Um, Saren, the bat, I know we haven't talked about her very much, but uh, Saren flies off. Okay. And just leaves. Bat doesn't like baths. Uh, I, I don't think that she feels comfortable in this temple. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Roderick's not paying attention to what Renly's doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go to the showers. I imagine it's like... Um, was it Wizard like the, of Oz. Uh, the Korean day spas. <laughs> <laughs> You've kind of got those, you know rainfall type showers that are coming from overhead and the steam baths and Mm -hmm. salt rooms Mm -hmm. people scrub your back it's basically like a day at the spa it feels like you're there for hours but only like 30 minutes has passed i assume our clothes get clean too absolutely good fabulous i feel much better thank you Mm -hmm. i'm ready to kill again (laughs) kill ugly things kill ugly things only undead Mm. i only resolve undead Undead are pretty ugly, yeah. Yeah. You know, the Temple of Shailen, Shailen's an interesting goddess. A lot of people mistake her her faith as, like, it's just, it's superficial just about beauty. But she very much is a beauty on the inside kind of person. As well as on the outside. That's, yeah. It's like, that's one incidental. form of, yeah, yeah, <laughs> incidental. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone, and like, j- just like a... Who's it, Serenray that always offers redemption? Yes. Um, that's how Shaylin works as well. It's like you, everyone has an opportunity to be saved. So it's not like, no, you can't be in here because this is just for the cool kids. It's like, no, everyone's welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You noticed that no matter how you looked or how you acted, they welcomed you in. They sent you back into the, the cleansing area, which was less. It wasn't just about, you know, getting clean on the outside. It was more like this relaxation and find your inner peace kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roderick's awesome. completely lost. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to him one day. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, sister. And now we're all lined up to get our it's the spell cast on us, and Roderick is looking even more pale than the rest of us. <laughs> what, uh, Vivian, what, are you, what should we donate for this service? That's a great question, Zenobia. Maybe the omnipotent GM will tell me. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, perhaps 
a small donation. It could be something of your desire. 100 gold each? Holy crap, that's a lot of gold. Compared to the cost of the scroll? Yeah, it's not even It's not even 10%. Yeah, works for me. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay. And I kick in, an, I kick in another 100 for uh, water, holy water refills. There you go. Nice. Hear that, audience? That's us changing, taking the gold off our character sheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, by taking it off, that means I add a number, right? I'm so bad at math. <laughs> Don't forget the quotient. <laughs> I did well in algebra, but logarithms is where I checked out. <laughs> For me, it was geometry. I did not like geometry. Yeah, I was one of those good at algebra, bad at geometry brains. That's me. Opposite. I am opposite. Love geometry. With you there, Philip. Geometry and statistics make sense. Nothing else. I don't like graphs. I don't like drawing them. I'm fine with graphs because they're it's visual. Yeah, I I have a hard time transferring it from equations to to graphs. And then I always got really salty with the teachers of like, your lines aren't perfect. And it's like, your lines aren't perfect. Why do I have to draw this? <laughs> I'm only doing this because you told me to. Yeah. It's like, it's a curve. It's not going to be straight. What do you want from me? Anyways, so we get our ability damage all healed up. You do. Yay. She casts the spell for the boys. She kisses them on the cheek. And that's Aww. how she, she yeah. delivers the spell. Mm-hmm. And for Where Vivian, does she kiss the girls? Does Vivian get the uh, secret Shaylin handshake? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Hair flip, hair flip. One, wink. two, one, two. Wink, wink. Sashay, sashay. <laughs> toss, toss. Fossy, anyway. fossy, fossy. So that was fun. And the ability drain wouldn't have had a, an impact on the uh, on the outcome of our adventure to Hergestag, but it getting this uh, cured now resolves any future issues we might have oh, yeah. with that lingering ability drain. Oh, that yeah. would have been bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the first thing we needed I, to resolve. I don't want Roderick running around with an eight constitution. No. Well, if we passed another night without healing it, wouldn't it? No. Nope. Drain does not heal on its own. No, no. That's not what I mean. Wouldn't there be more? Does it continue to drain? Or no. It just... no, it's just, okay. it's, it's one and done. Alrighty. And it just stays until you fix it. Understood. Yeah. No, I think you're thinking of bleed. That's different. I, I think that is it. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight, though. Yeah. All Anyways. Right. All right. Now that we've done this, Vivian's going to go to the shoe store to buy the rubber ducky socks. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I thought you'd left instructions to have these socks purchased. I don't remember. I think you told her not to because I claimed it was your money. That is true. That did happen. Yeah, that did happen. Ah, okay. Well, she's got an extra pair of mm-hmm. gigantic rubber ducky socks mm-hmm. in case he needs another one. Mm-hmm. You know, you can always use more than one pair. It's true. So anyway, we get the socks. We head over to go see Horace. He wanted to see us before the trial. So that's mm-hmm. where we head first. Okay. You check in, make your way up to uh, the holding cell where Horace is waiting his day two of trial. Uh, once you do get there, you do see Karen and Lasney both there. They're kind of... <laughs> I'm so glad Lasney's helping. <laughs> <laughs> kind of helping prep him up before. He definitely looks, he's a lot cleaner than you've seen him before. He's not quite, he's in the pants, but you're a little bit short, but they're not as much of a high water as we were originally thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, that could have been worse. Yeah, but he's he's fussing about putting the jacket on. And then because it's, it's too small and his, his, his arms stick out a little bit, just like Frankenstein. <laughs> a little bit. And then Vivian walks in. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh, Horace, you look fabulous. Very handsome. Lasney, Karen, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It was our pleasure. Horace, uh, Horace, look look what I've bought for you. She's so excited about the socks. <laughs> <laughs> Duckies. Zenobia's rolling her eyes, but going along with it since there has been, uh, she's been overruled. <laughs> also, um, Renly pulls out the book of poetry. I was going to say, didn't Elsa say he loved ducky socks? 
ducky socks. Yep. Mm-hmm. We found a pair of a burned ducky sock. Uh, yes. So, so he pulls out the, the, the book and says, Horace, I found this for you. I think it was from Elsa. Yes, we also found your other pair of rubber ducky socks. We only found one, though. Sorry. <laughs> the other one must be behind the dryer. <laughs> he doesn't really say much, but he starts to have that, that look on his face that looks like a grin, but you can, you know he's starting to tear up if he oh, could cry. Don't it's okay, do- Horace. Yes. She, she wanted you to have it. Yes, uh, Horace. We, we spoke to Elsa, her ghost, her spirit. You, you see Elsa? Yes, we did. I miss her. She misses you. Is she happy? Yeah, she is. Yes, she was she was trapped and we freed her from from her very, prison. Very bad man trapped her, but we yes. saved her. The the ghost with eyes that stills children's souls? Yes, it was exactly as you described. We destroyed that we we destroyed that creature. Good. No. No more hurting my friends. So, Horace, you are doing very well getting dressed up. I think it is going to help your chances in court. Let's just get this jacket on. <laughs> Fat guy in a little <laughs> coat. <laughs> Fat guy in a little coat. He, he puts on the... He, you, you get the jacket on him, and he just kind of looks kind of downtrodden for a second. He's like, I smell weird. They smell that, lovely. That's the mothballs, Horace. It's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Vivian pulls out some emergency cologne out of her, her pack and spritzes him. <laughs> it, what what that? This is cologne. It's it's to make you smell weird in a different way, more pleasant way. It's reacting very oddly with his uh with his skin. <laughs> his lack yeah. of yeah. his lack of pheromones. Yeah. It's obsession for golems. <laughs> <laughs> this was the mildest fragrance we could find. Lasney chimes in. He leans over to, to Horace and is like, you know, if you ask me, cologne's a bit overrated. <laughs> We've noticed, Lasney. We've noticed. <laughs> and deodorant, apparently. <laughs> nonsense, nonsense. Everyone loves a good cologne. <laughs> so, so Vivian's doing final zhuzhing and prepping of Horace, combing his hair. And then we need to go confer with uh, C- Gustav and Karen. Okay. So you get Horace all zhuzhed up. He looks a lot like Herman Munster, but in a good way. <laughs> he looks very non-threatening right now. <laughs> he looks silly, is what he looks like, especially with the socks. It it humanizes him a bit. Good, mm-hmm. good, good. Exactly good. what we were hoping for. It humorizes him a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Making up for the pocket knife. <laughs> but um, all right. So we walk into the uh, the what's his title? I forgot. Barrister. So we walk into the barrister's office. Um, I'm assuming they're already there. Uh, Karen was in there with you with Horace, but she'll follow um, across because she oh, knows. Karen, you've been, where have you been? You've been here the whole time? Yes, she was. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. You startled me there, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> well, you startled Everybody me. spills their drinks. Goes, Damn it, now we have to go back and shower again. <laughs> um, yes, I, 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 I was doing my job and helping... Get Horace prepped and ready to go for trial? Oh, yeah, I remember now. You're that Karen. Okay. <laughs> Do you know many other Karen? As opposed to the child we murdered less than 24 hours ago? We didn't murder her. We released her. She was already murdered. Ah, ah yes, yes. I, I, I do remember seeing that name on one of the uh, 
the victim files. Uh, but she's Karen with an I. I'm Karen with an E. Ah, uh, okay. I'm, I had it written wrong in my notes. Let me fix it. I'm Carrie the one. No one asked you, Renly. <laughs> <laughs> That's Carrie. So um, I'm, we get into the office at this point? Yeah, you're, you're in the office with Gustav and, and Karen. All right. Um, so we don't have much in the way of physical evidence. We have the bear trap, which explains the bite marks on uh, Karen's legs. Not you, Karen. The other no, Karen. Elsa's. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I wanted to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, well, it's wrong, Roderick, because it's the wrong person. <laughs> but I'm not the legal expert here, but it seems to me that the cross-examination is going to be very important in this uh, proceeding. Indeed. Okay. Um, also, yes? We were wondering if if there's a way we could submit our testimony as evidence, because we spoke to all of the children. Yes. The ghosts of all of the children. You would like to be like, witnesses? Yes, we'd like to be zone of truth. I would need to submit one p- person to give testimony to the prosecution. <laughs> uh, Renly puts his hand down and uh, says, uh, I think Vivian is, is the most She's the one who's going to be asking questions. Oh, can she just do both? <laughs> she ask herself. <laughs> she well, just asks herself is, and then jumps know. off the stand and then answers the question. Exactly. No. Runs Sounds around. like an Animaniacs gag. Or put up a mirror <laughs> so that she can sit and talk to herself in the mirror. Well, Vivian, what but do you She get? just starts zhuzhing herself up in the mirror. One of, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, the, the, pod, the host did an interview with himself. It was pretty funny. Yeah. He recorded both sides of it. That's funny. <laughs> um, because it was Zenobia and uh, Roderick that vanquished a number of mm-hmm. the, the children. And I think it was Roderick that ultimately iced the... Uh, well, I think what matters... Swarm, yeah. The brood. I think it really matters is who spoke to Elsa. That was Zenobia, I think. You did a lot of interruptions. <laughs> and stepped outside a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I think Zenobia should be the witness. Fine, fine. Oh, okay. Karen, would will you submit a new witness form as Zenobia? Uh, yes, right away. Thank you. Dan, did Roderick have like three cups of coffee this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I'm amped. <laughs> feeling good after those showers. Element. Yeah, he's feeling really excited after visiting the Temple of Shailen and getting showered. Uh, and ritually cleansed. Yes. It's like, uh, makes me think of coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> the royal penis is clean, you hide. <laughs> and Roderick is thinking, I want to go visit this Temple of Shailen again tomorrow. <laughs> and the day after that. And the day after that. And the day after that. All right. Okay. So is there any other prep we have to do? Uh, let's go over our evidence real quick with Gustav to make sure we've got everything lined up. So we have the bear trap to explain the bite marks on Elsa's legs. We have the fact that, um, and this is going to come out in the cross-examination, um, the fifth child was murdered after Horace was uh, chased out of town. Chased out of town. Um, there was another part of the cross-examination. Oh, yeah. And I think this might come later after maybe if there's a second question for the witness. Um, if... Since she's since the since whoever's going to be on the stand is a resident uh, of Herkstag, if she knows anything about any child murderers that were um, executed executed by vigilantes, and there was no evidence of um, Horace, entry, Horace yeah. kind of yeah, scuff but I, marks. I don't know if those that information is going to be 
in the minds of the of the witnesses for the prosecution. I don't know if they even looked at it or would, would have paid attention to that. But it could potentially be something that you present during your presenting of, of evidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it needs to be during cross-examination. Yeah, it's so just I'm, a piece of evidence. Yeah, I'm, doing, I'm thinking questioning the prosecution's witness right now, and then we'll do questioning Zenobia afterwards. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's going to be hard to be quiet during this whole thing. <laughs> so... What was the order of the children's death? I actually have that. Yeah, we had written that okay. down at some point. Martin, Alan, Guard, Rachel, Elsa, then Karen. So was there anything else that we were going to ask the prosecution in the cross-examination? There was the timing, there was the brother swarm, and there, there was something else that I think they were being withholding about when we talked to them. What was it? Do you remember, Gary? That uh, that the... Well, oh, you mean timing. You mean the, ch- the child died after he left. Got One him. of the points yeah. that she... One of the points the sisters were emphasizing was that Horace was laughing, which we know is that he was crying. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so when he can... carried Elsa's body into yeah. town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I don't know exactly how you'd word that, but you'd, you'd say, did it look anything like this? I guess. I don't know. I don't know how you'd prompt Horace to cry, but. Punch him in the face. <laughs> oh, we just mentioned Elsa and he'll cry. Start, start plucking hairs. Well, but, but I think, I, I think the thing is it wouldn't prove. How, how do you prove that he's laughing versus crying? Well, um, uh, the... Tell a joke? No. Um, <laughs> the justice that we have our books at her house, she was she seemed to be taken by that idea of him crying and not mm-hmm. laughing. Like, she, she seemed to be mm-hmm. convinced of that, so... Yeah, so we might just need to reemphasize it. Mm-hmm. If you remember from last time, mm-hmm. and I think that's all we have for the prosecution's witness, and then what we ask Zenobia when she's on the witness stand is... No evidence of scuff marks or anything like that. The the interior window was still latched um, at Karen's house. And then I guess just going over what we saw. And we know where the four bodies are now. Yes, that's a big one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, let's write that down. So the, um, do what I say. I already um, had it written down. Thank you. (laughs) The, um, no evidence of entering into Karen's house. We know where the bodies are. They're at the same place where, um, brother swarm, brother swarm was, uh, yeah, close to the brother, where the brother Storm was killed. And then our fight with the brother Storm and what the children said about him, that he was the one trapping them there. He's the one that killed them. And once we had defeated him, we were able to release the children, that kind of a thing. And we have his his uh, his former life, correct? We, we know all about that, who he was and um, I don't who think he so. was in the community. I don't uh, think we have that. Yeah, because that's a great question to ask the sisters, I guess, is, is to mm-hmm. tell me about who brother swarm was who who's the person you killed with the bees yeah if she if if the prosecution witness knows about it you know is there anything you can tell us about this person so i think that's what we got all right mm. i think we're ready ready to move into trial day number two mm-hmm. Ooh, mm. i cannot be a lawyer <laughs> too much prep and then I especially couldn't be a lawyer if I had to go fight undead. <laughs> well, I'm kind of worried about tomorrow, but there you go. <laughs> For serious. It's hazard pay. And this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a, a Shailen question? Mm-hmm. Is it possible to obtain... I mean, is, is there anything that can be done magically to replenish our energy? That re- to replace sleep? Spells per day? No. No. We just have to sleep. Yeah, only sleep can do that. It'd be a really terrible, terrible, mean move to do combat during the trial, right, Gary? Why, whatever do you mean? <laughs> I'm not worried about the trial. I'm worried, I'm worried about, about tonight. Yeah, when we go to the third location after the trial. When well, do we I mean, sleep becomes the issue. Let's get through the trial first. All right, let's go. We'll figure that out next. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so the rest of the morning passes. You finish prepping everything for getting into trial right before 10 o'clock, which is when the trial day two would begin. You make your way into the courtroom, take your seats where you're supposed to. Uh, right at 10 o'clock, the trial resumes. The beast is brought in and placed in his chair uh, and latched up uh, the way he's been before. And uh, does, does the crowd gasp as they see how gorgeous he looks? Yeah, are there any <laughs> reactions to his changed appearance? There's some murmuring, but nothing that's super audible that you can make out. Um, I think that a lot of the crowd has been quieted by Justice Card on the last he's, trial day. no-nonsense kind of guy. Very much so. Uh, so he will have the the herald strike the gong to start trial um, trial day two. I really like doing that. I really like doing that. <laughs> and I picture an anime girl every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he will have uh, he will have Otto Heiger, the prosecution's lawyer, uh, outline the details of the the crimes uh, for this date, and Otto Heiger gives a a little brief speech about the day's itinerary on what will be discussed. He says something along the lines of, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, I, I don't want to take up very much of your time. I know but doing a trial of this manner when we all know what the outcome is going to be just seems, uh, I guess, like a waste of time. And I don't want to do that. So we today we're going to bring up... The fact that this monster, this this beast, killed six poor, helpless children in the town of Herxdog. And we have three witnesses, three sisters from the town of Herxdog, that will re- present their own eyewitness testimony on seeing this, this beast carry in the poor, broken beast body of one of those children laughing the entire time and if that doesn't tell you that he's a monster i don't know what will let's get this guy he's getting lazy i hate this this guy so much seriously but he's lazy and overconfident we'll take advantage of it (laughs) you know about overconfidence don't you rich sorry (laughs) (laughs) say it again you know about overconfidence don't you roderick i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <Pee on. laughs> I don't understand the question. <laughs> and I refuse to answer. Uh, it might irritate me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, about that time, uh, Otto starts calling the witnesses up. They come up one by one, each telling the same story um, that you've heard before that you because you spoke to them previously. Uh, Justice Deramid does speak up at one point uh, during the third sister's testimony. Um, defense, would you like to cross-examine this witness? Roderick nods furiously. Yes, your honors. Excellent. Um, the, the floor is yours. Which, which sister is there? Do the one of the deep voice. That'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was Flicked that had the deep voice, I think. I think so. Yeah, okay. So we can do Flicked. <laughs> Mistress Flicked. Yes. 
<laughs> Funny every time. Now, it's my understanding that six children were killed in this town. But from from your and your sister's testimony, wasn't Horace already chased out of town before the sixth child was shown up dead? It's real good uh, grammar there at the end. Um, well, I, 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 I think, well, it's, the, the, the timing is a little, um, it's a little confused in my head. I don't Let me, I took some notes over the witnessing. It says that Elsa was brought back by the beast in town and then he was chased out of town and then two days later, Karen was found dead in her bed. Is, is that what we said? Yes. Well, According to my notes from three days ago, that's what you said today. Well, I, I don't remember saying that. But um, I, 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 do, I know for sure that we, we chased the beast out of town. After Elsa was brought back. And then Karen was dead. Yes. So that's the order that these things happen. Elsa was found and then, and brought back by the beast, dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Vivian can tell that this, that Flick? Flick. Flicked. Flicked. Um, Flick is being a bit coy. Um, probably because you know don't understand. So she wants to, she wants to um, try a diplomacy role. Okay. Now, Mistress Flick, I understand that this is a very stressful time, and of course, um, of course, the timing of things could be a bit confusing during all this chaos. But a a man's life is on the line here, and we want to do honor to the memories of these children. So uh, I want you to really think, and we can. Let's see if we can get this timeline in our heads sorted out. Ooh, natural 19. So that's that, at least a 30, right? 28. Uh, 30 if she thinks I'm attractive. <laughs> <laughs> With that voice, though. <laughs> that's prejudiced. Mm-hmm. That is prejudiced. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry, B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> well, sh- all I know is that... A, a beast like that has to be guilty of something, whether whether he killed Karen or not. Just just look at him. So, so you're saying that you do not have proof that the beast was in town at the time of Karen's death, especially since he was chased out of town two days before. It's it's just easy to assume that he's the one that 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 killed her. I mean, we're not talking about assumptions. We're talking about truth. But how else would she have died? That's a good question. We'll come to that on once the defense can share their evidence. So what in you're saying... Ba- in the background, Roderick and uh, Zenobia and Renly are nodding uh-huh. yeah. and making hand gestures like, of course she's right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. How could anyone think she was wrong? <laughs> Does that count as an aid, Gary? No. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, tell me of your town's history do you remember a story of a 
terrible child-murdering criminal that was brutally killed by some vigilantes. Oh my, that's a... Uh, I think that's a story my my grandparents told me about. A known legend in your town. D- yes. Um, it was some predator that was hunted down by the the leaders of the town and uh, was never heard from again. Tell me, do you know any of the details of the story of how this terrible person was killed? Um, I was not told any specific details by my grandparents. Um, I believe they said it was too gruesome of a, a story to tell. My sisters and I would I was obviously stronger than they were to handle such things, so they wouldn't have heard it either. But I, I, I do remember there being a story of uh, of some bad man being, I, I assume, chased out of town. Um, I don't know. I know after that we didn't hear any further stories about him. All right. And then I want to talk about something that you and your sisters have have mentioned about Horace laughing when he brought Elsa's body yes. into town. Yes, I, I, I cannot take that that picture out of my mind. Now, uh, were you were you here yesterday on day one of the trial? No, I was not. I did not want to be anywhere near this beast unless I had to be. Understandable, sort of. Um, just, you know, hearing about awful murders and stuff. Um, you missed a part of the trial then where we discussed the fact that when someone is crying, it can look very similar to laughing. And if someone is like Horace, who does not have tear ducts and would not be able to weep and have moisture on their face, then this would be very easy to mistake. Do you think it's possible Horace could have been crying when he brought Elsa in? Would a beast like that have those sort of feelings? Please answer the question. I, I, I don't see there being any way that he could have been crying. I don't know how to crack this one. I was going to suggest you go over to Horace and make him think about Elsa. Show him, show him the book. I don't know if that's going to help because yeah. it would look like he's laughing. Yeah. I thought we've already de- we had demonstrated it on day one, though. I don't see that there's an issue demonstrating. Yeah, we'd already gotten two. just we yeah. already gotten just a stare on our side about that one. I think. Okay. Okay. So use the book. Use the poems. Well, I don't think that should be done during cross examination. It doesn't make sense at that point. Um, what I would have I would have the witness read a poem from the book. That might be considered theatrics. I want to. Uh, yeah. Here's what I want to do. Okay. Let's uh, let's put Horace aside for a moment, and let's just say anyone was to cry or laugh. Would you agree that the facial expressions look similar? Perhaps. I'm sorry, could you say that a little louder? I said perhaps. Thank you. So Vivian needs to roll some diplomacy checks. Yeah, do you want me to do that now? Uh, yeah, you can roll a couple of them. Uh, so, I don't think we want to do the brother swarm one yet, do we? Kind of want to bring that up. After my testimony? It'd probably be bonuses for getting the prosecution's witness to mention it, and yeah. then we, we build on it. Yeah. 
Um, so Karen killed after Horace left. Ooh, uh, natural 11. So 20, 20 exactly or 22, 22. Just go 20. We've already established <laughs> that, uh, Justice Carr does not sway by your, uh, <laughs> by your shenanigans beauty. over there. <laughs> so 22 on that one. Mm-hmm. You just added it too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. 20. Okay. Everyone should think she's beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> just That's just her assumption. I always add the two. I have a question about that. So does that mean that women who find her beautiful get a negative two? Oh, <laughs> that's good, Philip. <laughs> it's if they find me attractive. Right, right. The question yes, I mean, stands. A woman can find me attractive and be into it. Right. Mm, question withdrawn. <laughs> <laughs> I got move. where you're going, Philip. Good move, Philip. I got where you're going. You're wrong. Um, and then laughing, crying, not laughing. Natural 18. Mm. So 27. And remember, we already mentioned it yesterday, so. Good thing you got a good roll there, because I felt like the evidence was kind of shitty. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, how else are you supposed to convince it? No, I didn't think there was a good way to do it, so we needed a good roll on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you want to roll for on this round? No. I think the rest will be. We'll wait until we're. Can we roll on horses? Rubber ducky socks. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <No. there. laughs> roll for fashion. <laughs> that would be a disguise check. Okay. No. It's charisma bonus. Charisma. Right. Rubber ducky socks give a plus four charisma bonus. So, <laughs> no, so no further questions, Your Honor. Yes. Honors. I have no further questions. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the witness may step down. Uh, does the prosecution have any further witnesses? Uh, no, no, Your Honor. Like I said, we don't want to waste anybody's time. V- Vivian's walking circles around him. <laughs> <laughs> Vivian, get back on this side of the <laughs> court. <laughs> Vivian, stop doing that. It's weird. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Miss um, <laughs> Heatherton, um, now that you have finished walking circles around the prosecution... <laughs> Do do you have any witnesses you would like to call? Yes, Your Honor. I would like to call Miss Zenobia Serpentry to the stand. Yes, I walk. I swagger up to the witness stand. Smile at Vivian. When summoned, of course. When summoned, of course. Mm-hmm. You get up to the stand, and the herald is, is over there, um, and opens up like this this drawer with all these religious symbols in them. Uh, which religion do you follow? Desna. Uh, perfect. So he he pulls out the butterfly symbol of Desna, holds it out, asks you to 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 swear you you know, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help you, Desna. I do, and I make the sign of Desna. Very well. Oh, no, no that's Phrasma. <laughs> yeah, I thought you switched to Phrasma. <laughs> Doesn't count now. She's cheating. <laughs> I have no respect for Phrasma, but in terms of swearing, it's just easier to go with Desna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when, when he was pulling out all of those religious symbols, do you guys remember in The Mummy? Yeah! When, <laughs> I know exactly when he, what you're talking about. He was attacked by The Mummy, and he just kept pulling out religious symbols to try yeah. to repel it. That's exactly <laughs> it. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. I really like that idea of a drawer full of... <laughs> Symbols, like mi- minis. Yeah, yeah, right. like little, like medals. I wonder how much of that act was is uh, reflective of what an actual polytheistic 
society was like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In Rome, each one, had, like everyone had their own little shrine in their house to whatever god they followed, right? Mm-hmm. The household gods, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they would just do it like to Zeus, like two of the highest of the pantheon is. I mean, he was the most popular, but if you were edgy, you wanted to go for somebody a little less popular. Yeah. Well, sometimes your own relatives would be the uh, members of your, your household altar, mm-hmm. wouldn't they? Yeah, they were pretty ecumenical. I seem to remember everything I knew uh, about gladiators I learned from that movie with uh, Russell Crowe. Glad- <laughs> That's a good movie. Gladiator? Yeah, Gladiator. It was a good and, movie. Uh, <laughs> I learned it from History of the World Part 1 from Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah. Also, also another excellent resource. Uh, but I remember he had uh, figures of his of his family that he carried with him. Mm-hmm. That was part of the whole thing. So there you go. Proof positive. <laughs> we are in line with the facts. You're in line with the facts. <laughs> in line. Uh, all right. So you've you are sworn in. You may be seated, Vivian. You may take over questioning. Okay. So Vivian's basically. Oh, and Vivian at at some points, like Your Honor, before I begin questioning, because Zone of the Truth isn't cast at this point, right? Correct. I would like to take a precautionary measure. Well, not precautionary, but I would like to take an extra measure so that everyone here can know that what is being said is the truth and have Zone of Truth cast on this witness. Very well. Um, we we do know that Zone of Truth is not always 100% effective, but... Um, Don't worry, Will is her weak save. It's true. <laughs> uh, sister, uh, proceed in casting Zone of Truth on the witness. So she- she casts Zone of Truth. And you can choose not to make the save if you want. You, Mom. What do you mean? So when somebody casts Zone of Truth on you, you get a will save to resist the effect. Ah, I don't want to resist the yeah, effect. Yeah, so you're, you're not planning on lying, so you don't no. even need to roll the will save. You can just choose to succumb. So I choose to let the spell work. Excellent. So Vivian um, will question Zenobia about going over our previous adventures within the town and i think she goes over you know all the details i don't want to i don't want to go through all of it right now but you know fighting um seeing the uh seeing all the ghosts of the children and and uh can you tell me about when you went and visited karen's house karen's house was very interesting to us because she was killed after the beast had been chased out of the town when we went into karen's house we did meet the ghost of karen we also noticed that her window was latched inside from the inside. There were no marks of any sort on the outside of the house or on the inside of the house, indicating that someone had climbed to to murder her, meaning that our suspicions were there was some other force at work. Horace would have left evidence of his his physicalness. So no sign of break-in. No sign of break-in. And we've, we have seen what, an, what a location that Horace has broken into looks like at the library, and you saw no such scuff marks there. Absolutely not. In fact, the evidence at the library was very apparent that Horace had been in the library and had not been happy. <laughs> Vivian doesn't laugh at that, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Also, just so the court knows... I'm a grave warden, and I have great sensitivity to those restless spirits that have not properly processed their death. And that was what we encountered in this town. We could probably use her to... Um, I'm just... Th- <laughs> Vivian would have already figured this out, but um, because we're having her tell the story, you know, we, we can... She, she also talks about... Uh, Vivian asks about the bear traps 
and the markings on else that were described on Elsa's legs. And Vivian pulls up, holds out the bear trap, like, D-, you know. I happen to have it right here with me. <laughs> Vivian happened, happens to know very well <laughs> the effects of the bear trap. And the markings on her leg looked like she had been bitten by a very large animal. But they weren't, the teeth looked sharp and narrow, not, not like an animal tooth. It was very puzzling until we saw the bear traps themselves until we saw the wounds in Vivian's leg when she inadvertently triggered one of these horrible traps. Vivian kind of I, have a, I have a question about that. Um, does she still have the wounds? No. No, we healed up. Oh, boo. Cause I was going to want her to, uh, you know, show her game. You know, yes. <laughs> like, like they did. You know, I, I had considered that, but I also know that healing, it, it doesn't leave scars. That's one of the features of magical healing. Is it not? Mm-hmm. It's a scar-free event. Well, I but, just wanted to do, you know, like you're looking for a ride, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vivian looks around embarrassed as Zenobia is describing uh, her walking the horror, into a bear trap. The horror of, of stepping on it. There were so many in this city, it was appalling. Now, tell me about the end of our journey. This was soon after I got stuck in a bear trap. Uh, <laughs> as we were being attacked by two ghost children... Their master arose from a what looked like a mound of debris, and there was a horrible sound of buzzing coming from uh, the field. And we saw this apparition. It was a it was a being made of multiple eyes, and he identified himself as the Brother Swarm. And Vivian recognized the Brother Swarm. She had heard about this nightmare it's before. An I- it's an undead creature? Yes. And what did Vivian tell you was the history of this creature? <laughs> Didn't think about this part. <laughs> the legend behind this was that a criminal in the area had murdered children. And once he was caught, he was himself murdered by the vengeful villagers. And their method of killing him was to bury him to his neck, cover him in honey, and let him be stung to death by hornets. As he transformed into this evil entity, he took on the nature of these horrible hornets. And this is the way he attacked us, stinging and buzzing and just horrible, horrible experience. Didn't like it at all. Bashed him with my mace. It was finally Roderick who dealt the death blow to the swarm. And what did you find in the location where the brother swarm appeared from? We found the remains of four children's bodies. We buried these bodies in the village. We'll be able to tell people when we go back where they are so that they can have a, a proper uh, proper funeral later. So, Gary, was there a gasp in the tra- crowd uh, at mention of four bodies? Yeah, yeah there are. Very audible gasps at all of that. We have four four leg bones. No, we don't. <laughs> now, Zenobia, did you talk to any of these uh, children? We did. We spoke to each one of them, and they all identified the brother Swarm as their murderer. And in Elsa, in fact, talked about how much she liked the beast, how he was kind, and how she taught him poetry and gave him a book. This book? This book, indeed. Which Vivian's holding up. 
Or she's given to Roderick to do Vanna White this time. <laughs> In the Ziploc bag. And doesn't this make the beast cry? It would. I would imagine it does. Yeah. The mention of Elsa would make him cry. See? See? Told you. <laughs> Man, we are such a dramatic defense we team. <laughs> we are. We are indeed. This could be an episode of a TV show. Thank you, Zenobia. My pleasure to have the truth exposed. Is, that, is there anything else we wanted to ask her? That was the three, I think, so. Yeah. Good. No more questions, Your Honor. Very good. If the prosecution has no questions for the witness, no, no, no need. <laughs> he's so overconfident. He, I just he's still him. overconfident after that zone of truth testimony. Yep. She made her save, I bet. <laughs> I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> so it sounds like you got some diplomacy checks. Sounds like it. Okay. So, brothers swarm. Well, so 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 do the witness, um, and then she's kind of going over the testimony as she's representing the evidence again. So mm-hmm. Vivian's like, Your Honor, as Zenobia described, um, you know, I am a cleric of Shaylin. I have some understanding of these undead creatures, and she goes into how the Brother Swarm was created and how it's a wraith, and it creates wraith spawn, and it's, you know, bad news bears. So this is my Brother Swarm roll. 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 That's natural 19. Mm. Boom. 28. Man, dice are hot. Shh, don't let him don't let him hear it. Um, bear trap marks on Elsa. Ugh, natural 1. Uh, way to way to go. Way to go Zenobia. So that's a 10. Okay. Honestly, that's the best one since it's the most obvious piece of evidence. <laughs> we brought the bear trap with us. Yeah. Uh, no evidence of Horace entering Karen's house. Okay. Natural 16, so 25. Um, we already rolled for Karen killed after Horace left. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, do we need to do anything with Horace's cry? We already rolled that one, I think. Didn't we, Gary? Yeah, that was rolled on day one. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, Karen, there being no sign of a break-in into Karen's house, the latch being closed on the inside, etc. Okay. Natural 16 again, 25. Fantastic. And she, you're killing Plastic. it. Except the bear traps. Nobody bought that. And then this is for this rolls for talking to Elsa, her testimony about Horace. Mm-hmm. Eleven, so twenty-one. No, that's bad math. 20. Plus nine is twenty. Twenty. You got all that, Gary? Yep. Uh, does Elsa's book count as evidence? Uh, no, that one's kind of roped into the talking to Elsa. Okay. And then we got bodies. Ooh, is another one, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> this doesn't make sense roll-wise. It's a that's a natural five, <laughs> so that's a fourteen. We said we saw bodies. We didn't actually. We no, could, we saw the bodies. I know, but they have to trust the zone yeah. of truth rather than anything else. Yeah. We don't actually have. We didn't bring them with us. We didn't yeah. bring them with yeah. us. Right. Yeah. So. so that explains the roll. <laughs> Should have brought it with us. Dang. <laughs> and the- we'll learn next time. We're bringing everything. <laughs> yeah. The fun part about these is. You guys don't know what these bonuses are, but for each piece of evidence, there's a different bonus to your diplomacy check that I secretly add on. Mm-hmm. So some of them, even though you may roll low, the bonus may be high enough to push you over. That's what I'm hoping. On <laughs> others, it may not be enough. So it just depends yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Noel rolled a couple of 19s there, so we're yeah. pretty confident about those at least. I'm feeling pretty good. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that the bodies is a pretty big piece pretty big bonus we'll see because well, they didn't find him until we found him so yeah maybe maybe not we'll find so out we'll once the verdict is released clearly the 
townspeople are idiots. Yes. Well, we've established that. Yes. We they say never, that all they, out loud. They never, they never, <laughs> they never notice the scarecrow. <laughs> just a scarecrow. So uh, that is our that is our evidence for today. The end. Very still well. working on that. <laughs> uh, very well. Um, well, if there's no further evidence to be presented, uh, the justices do have quite a bit to consider for today. Uh, so I motion for recess. Bong. What time is it? Uh, it'll be right around 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. We all need to go sleep until 8 o'clock. It would be 10 o'clock. Whatever. <laughs> after, oh, no. Been around Vivian too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after the uh, the gong is sounded and recess is called and people are starting to disperse, give me a sense motive inside the courtroom. I am so tired. Roger called a natural one. That's how tired he is. <laughs> 16. 13. 18. You know, I forgot to get my dice ready. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we're doing, Philip? But I do have my, my uh, little app here, and it gave me a nine. Okay. So. Plus? <laughs> no, no. Oh. <laughs> <It's nine. Okay. laughs> yeah. to- total of nine. Uh, so Vivian and Zenobia, uh, as you're kind of packing things up, finishing up, for the day you kind of over here in the galley up above the courtroom for the people observing the trial there you hear murmurs that the people sound very angry and upset and you can kind of overhear a couple of people say you know what this trial is going nowhere we need to take justice into our own hands tonight let's burn this beast i knew it i knew it i knew it i knew it we are not rested to fight. Well, they said tonight we'll have time to rest. Well, that happens. This trial better be over right now. <laughs> well, I know where we have to rest. Horace's cell. Horace's cell. Actually, not inside the cell. I think rather outside where they're going to set fire to it. Yes, let's not be silly. <laughs> uh, so around that time after Zenobia and Vivian hear that, uh, Justice Daramid makes her way over to you. It's like, uh, it, it appears that the townsfolks are a bit restless. I, yes. Can we kill them all? Oh. Don't say that, Sylvia. Did I say that out loud? Uh, we would we would prefer no loss of life if possible. But I do think it wise if you do stay here this evening to make sure that nothing bad happens to Horace. Absolutely. I, I know you still have one more location to visit and one more day, but luckily the sanctuary is only three miles away. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's one hour on foot. So That is way better. Someone should me. explain to me why we didn't go there first. Because 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 of what evidence we had to present each day? I know. <laughs> <laughs> they put it next to the one where they had the break-in. That's why. <laughs> From game design, it makes perfect sense. Right. <laughs> Okay, I accept. Not really, but who cares? <laughs> That's how I would have written it. So, yes, we will stay here and protect Horace. Uh, excellent. Um, I can speak to a few of the clerks to get more carts set up if you would like to stay here in the courthouse proper. Um, is that what you would like to do? Yes. I would like to have a few more patrols going around the outside of this building, too, protecting us from assault. Oh, we will... Uh- 
we will get word to the town militia. Um, the- Would the town militia be on our side, though? That is a good question, Renly. We could hope. <laughs> All I can do is, is speak to them. The The courthouse guards will be here. Um, they may take some extra convincing if you need them to do anything. Would that convincing take the form of gold? Uh, uh, no, uh, we're not speaking bribes. They, they just, they only answer to a firm hand. Hey, Vivian, show them your legs. <laughs> uh, don't overexcite them. They, firm hand. <laughs> no worries. Uh, don't overexcite them too much. They do have weak hearts. <laughs> Roderick and I will take care of this. I'm not taking care of convincing anyone. Nobody likes me. Well, that's what he was saying is intimidate rather than ah, diplomacy. Right. I could do that. <laughs> firm hand. I didn't hear that part. I didn't hear that part. I was too busy listening. I was too busy trying to think of stupid jokes in my head. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Vivian wants to get a cot and go to sleep as soon as possible. I'll take first watch. Okay. I'll take whatever watch the assault happens in because I still have half my spell slots. (laughs) Actually, I was thinking about it. I I don't know how Magus's work, but don't clerics. She doesn't actually need to sleep to regain her spells. Yeah, she does. She does. It doesn't. It's not just twenty four hours, and then she can regain. No, you need to sleep. You sure? Pretty sure. We can look it up later. I don't trust you're pretty sure what with uh, <laughs> drain there, buddy. Hey, my intuition was correct on that one, and my reading of the rules was wrong. <laughs> ah, well, that makes a difference. So Vivian wants to get onto a cot as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Roger will take the last watch. All right, so you get your cots set up. Uh, who do we determine had first watch? Zenobia. Zenobia. All right, everyone else is resting. Zenobia, roll a perception check. 25. 25. All right. So you do your watch and you make it through your watch uneventful. I'm sorry. Based on the logic, it would actually make more sense for Roderick to take the second watch. Okay. Roderick, you take second watch. Uh, Roll your perception check. Don't give me the Rick roll here. Yeah, I was like, don't Rick it. 16. 16. All right. So you make it through. You kind of get distracted a little bit, but you still make it through the evening with... I make it through your watch without any events happening. Thank goodness. Uh, how long are each of these watches? I think for an eight-hour sleep in four people, isn't it two-hour watches? That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Who has the third watch? I guess Renly does. Okay. Roll your perception. Yeah, Vivian's not volunteering. <laughs> uh, 14? Ooh. 14. Okay, so you make it into your watch uh, probably about an hour or so. I'd say it's probably about nine o'clock in the evening at this point. And you start to see like the lighting change a little bit. It's dark outside. You can, you can tell that, but you almost see like what looks like fire mm. kind of making its way up. Uh, you walk over closer to the window looking out and you see... A whole bunch of people carrying torches and other like farm implements and things like that making their way. And it looks like this very angry mob making their way toward the courthouse. And as you're looking, you realize that this mob is a, is a fairly large size. There's about 40 people in this mob making their way toward the courthouse. And you know they're coming for Horus. And as they approach the courthouse 
We'll see you next week. I'm uh, so oh, come on. You can't kill 40 civilians. I mean, you can. Watch, watch me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zenobia's ready for it. It's not going to help Horst's case. <laughs> <laughs>